younger, I won't say that I exactly kicked myself over the fact that I really didn't do any college that wasn't very functional in its nature. All of my college courses that I ever did were things that actually brought me to doing things that I needed to do for my jobs better. Uh, college level, we'll say, because some of them were college college courses and some of them were just at that level, but were not really qualified as college courses. Um, I have noticed something as I've gotten older, and it is that a lot of people who go through the standard college experience are so steeped in all of the things that they went through and all of the things that they're introduced to that they become somewhat enamored of them in some sense at very least. I cite, for example, Mr. D'Souza. Now, I will say that I think Dan Bongino has managed to largely, not completely, but largely escape that. And there are some others that I can name who did as well. And by the way, they end up being the better people out there as far as I'm concerned. Not to throw shade at Mr. D'Souza. I think he has his times and his places and the purposes for the various things that he does. And I'm not trying to say otherwise. But my point is to say a lot of people get enamored of the philosophy or whatever it is that they happen to study while they're in school. I want to take the time, though, to talk about this idea I'm going to title A World of Trouble on the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Kurt, and today is Thursday, the 21st of April of 2022. Welcome to everyone who's here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page. That would be the Kurt's Religion and Politics page there, on KurtzReligionandPolitics.locals.com, on Minds.com, MINDS.com, on Parlor, on Gab, on Twitter, or wherever else. You may be picking me up today, whether it's listening or watching. Again, most of the time there's not very much benefit in watching, but I'm not saying you shouldn't do it either. Uh, again, the subject for today is a world of trouble, and I'm going to go ahead and go through my notes so that we've got that buckled up and, and out of the way. Why is there evil in the world? Why do bad things happen to good people? When bad things happen to folks, is that, quote, repayment or karma of some kind? How and why does God allow the world and the things in it to exist as they do? Could God have made the world differently than he did and still accomplished the same results? I want to talk about these questions on today's edition of the Daily Summation Podcast. I can only get into so much and this is going to be probably what I'm going to choose to talk on today. I'm going to answer the questions in a cursory fashion here in my notes. Then, as I feel uh, I ought to, I'll try to address them in greater depth in the discussion time I build into the program after I read them. I want to begin by answering, uh, by answering why is there evil in the world with another question. Do you really know what's evil and what's not? This, I believe, is what God was attempting to ask Job in the biblical book by the same name. The same thing applies to the second question, but I want to build a little on it. Assume there are evil or bad things in life, and I think it's reasonable, by the way, to do exactly that. Does that mean they cannot, and more importantly, will not be used to the benefit of those who experience them? So, what if you need, or someone else does, something, quote, bad, end of quote, or evil, end of quote, again, in, in, to happen uh, in order to bring a person to a place where he or she needs to find him or herself. What if that, what if they need bad or evil things to happen? 
For the idea of God, quote, allowing, end of quote, the world to be as it is, past the concept of what amounts to free will, which is a very important consideration, but I'm not going to get into a lot of detail, at least here in that. I don't believe he does. Rather, I think he carefully crafts those things that occur. And yes, I do believe, even when it makes us want to hate him, he has good reason for that. As to the idea that, and this is something Dinesh D'Souza quoted, and I may get it slightly wrong, but it's basically the same. If God came to earth, people would want to break his windows. The answer I give is, in reality, they'd nail him to a cross. In fact, they did do that. And I'm not saying I would necessarily have done any better. Looking at it, I just want you to understand that. Finally, for my notes at least, let's discuss the idea that God could have made everything work as he wanted it, creating a different world than the one he did. The answer I would give is no, but maybe not why you might think. My reason for saying that? Because he made the world as you see it. That makes it perfect for his purposes and for you to live in at the time and in the ways and in the places that you do. Could he have made it do all that it was needed or uh, uh, that was needed through uh, a different pattern than the one that he used? Maybe. I believe he likely could have done so, in fact. But even so, that said, he chose the directions he did, and no, I don't believe it was because of callousness or heartlessness on his part. Let's take a bit of time to discover things as I flap my jaws for a, jaws for a few uh, more precious moments of your time. I'll try to make things as meaningful and worthwhile as I can. Dinesh D'Souza decided in his presentation that was very similar and was actually sort of causal for this one to come into existence, then omnipotence doesn't mean, didn't mean that God can do whatever he darn well pleases. Let me politely disagree with Mr. D'Souza. He can do whatever he pleases. If God wanted to make rocks pillows and pillows rocks, he could do it. If he wanted to make something heavier than he could lift, he could do it. Now, then again, if he wanted to make himself able to lift something that was heavier than he could lift, he could do it. Right? So that's sort of a conundrum, you could argue. And it's not. it makes it so that it's not really heavier than he could lift. Or uh, to put it another way, assuming that he made himself a mouse, uh, you know, put him, embodied himself as a mouse, he could make a rock that was quite small and he wouldn't be able to lift it. Literally, from what I understand, Jesus Christ was... God. Now, how all of that works, I used to have a, a pastor friend who used to refer to Jesus, and he wasn't the first person or the only person to do this, but as God in a bod. How does that work? Boy, uh, that's a really good question. And I don't feel like I need to have the answer to all of that. I don't. And I don't feel like you do either. I'm going to tell you something else. There's this stupid show uh, boss baby and it insinuates that children can talk certain children can talk and that they talk like adults and that your brain would break if you knew that that was the case I don't really believe that but let me tell you what I do believe 
I don't believe that your brain, that my brain, that any of our brain can hold what God knows. I don't believe that. So the problem is, I think this idea that we can understand God and likewise that we can understand good and evil and that we can indict God on the idea of good or evil is really answered in the book of Job. That's one of the things that he was trying to do with that. He was trying to say, look, guys, you don't know why I do what I do. You don't even you you weren't even there when I made these things and when I caused them to happen. You and sometimes maybe you are there, but you don't know why I did it and you really don't understand what it took to do it. You might have some idea on some of the things. Uh Dinesh was talking about plate tectonics and and how it ca how they caused earthquakes and so forth. My point is this. That was God's design. He built it that way. And let me just tell you something. I firmly, fully believe he did it on purpose. And I don't believe there's any idea of nature without the idea of God underlying it. I just don't believe that. So if you think that God just uh, sort of spent, sent the world or the universe spinning, I just urge you to look at the ideas of what it takes for a perfect environment for mankind to live and thrive. I really think you ought to look at that. There's a book called Darwin's Black Box that talks about this, and there are some other people who talk about it pretty well as well. But this is what I'm trying to get people to understand. I believe that God did what he did because what he did was what needed to be done to accomplish what it was that he intended to accomplish. And I have news for you. Whether you like what he intended to accomplish or not is beside the point. He's still going to do what he's going to do. He's still going to do what he's going to do. So if you're wondering about that, that is my answer to all of this. Why is there evil in the world? Because it's necessary. Besides that God allows it. Uh, besides that free will pretty much mandates its existence. I believe that God uses it for his ends. Just like bad things, evil things, good things. I believe God uses them for his purposes. And if you're not willing to accept that, it's probably because you don't really understand the character and nature of God, in my personal opinion. I didn't go to college, as I say, not in any meaningful way. And the result is I'm not bogged down by all of the philosophical and so forth arguments. I'm just not. I'm not saying that they don't affect me at all. They do, I'm sure. But I want for you to understand God did what he did because it was the good and right thing to do. And if you believe in a reasonable, uh, good, just God, then this is what, in my opinion, you have to hold to be correct about him. Okay, I need to go ahead and wrap things up. This has been the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt, and today is Thursday, the 21st of April of 2022. Working ever closer to the weekend. As I said yesterday, it comes so fast. That means tomorrow will be Friday, the second of, uh, 22nd of April of 2022, and it will be the beginning of the Sabbath at sundown tomorrow. So for those of you that observe the Sabbath, hopefully, hopefully it will be a good one for you. Um, thank you for everyone who's been here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page, which would be the Kurtz Religion and Politics page on Facebook, on KurtzReligionAndPolitics.Locals.com, on MindsMINDS.com, the Kurtz Religion and Politics group primarily there, on Parlor, on Gab, on Twitter, or wherever else you happen to be seeing or hearing me today. Subject for today has been a world of trouble, and tomorrow we're going to talk about taking advantage and I want you to understand this is a question for a very specific reason and I'll get into exactly what that is tomorrow 
Hope you're having a good day today. Hope everything is going well for you. And hopefully we will see you again on tomorrow's edition. That would be the Friday edition of the Daily Submission from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This podcast was created on Thursday, the 21st of April of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's religion and politics. Thanks for watching today's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's religion and politics. Don't forget to come back tomorrow uh, to check out the next one. Remember, on various platforms, primarily Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub, and the audio podcast, you can subscribe to my content. For the audio podcast, you probably want to use Apple, Google, or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. In order to find me on those platforms, you can go to the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub. You can also get to my content on Facebook by finding the Kurtz Religion and Politics page there. Minds, M-I-N-D-S.com, uh, where you will find me at the Kurtz Religion and Politics group, and KurtzReligionAndPolitics.Locals.com as well. You can look there. I post my daily video on various social media sites, really only about three, Parlor, Gab, and Twitter at present. I am at KP Schubert on each of them, and you can find me under them, and you can find the videos under me. Uh, you should be able to find my podcasts on Google and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's also on podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcasts with an S dot K-P-S-H-U-B-E-R-T dot com. Uh, if, if you're looking for me on various of the podcast sites, you probably want to search Kurt's Religion and Politics, not the Daily Summation. Keep in mind, you can subscribe to my content various on various places that I put it. Uh, all constructive feedback is welcome. You can like, dislike, add a rumble, or give whatever feedback is available on any of the platforms that you can do such things. You can add, also add a comment on what I put there. Unless you're advertising or doing something that I believe will harm others, I'll leave your comments out there even if I don't agree with or understand them. I will try to let you know I've seen them when possible and may reply if I feel it's reasonable, appropriate, and possible, of course. Thanks again for viewing this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Politics. Don't forget to come back again for tomorrow's episode.